I got a wife and three little girls and it's get when, when they knock on the door and they're like, Hey, I heard you got some gas and women inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as people go, Oh, that would never happen. A lot of things we say would never happen have not only happened, but they're going to happen again. Jim Brewer. 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 What's up, Mike? What's happening, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. You get a you get a little uh, fresh cut there, man. A I fresh did. Cut. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is it, are you gonna make fun of me? No, no, no. I saw it on the uh, the uh, Instagram live you did. I'm like, oh, look at this guy looking fresh. Ah, uh, yeah, I did the Instagram live today. Yeah, because yeah, I was I was promoting. Um, when you saw me, I was promoting Rob Schneider, who did incredible. He got great track, and people should know the other side of Rob. I mean, for those who don't know, it was it was a great interview. He's an incredible guy. I like your green hat, and that's not you know. I went to my little coffee shop today in Naples, and this guy comes up to me. He goes, "Hey, uh, I I was uh, walking in the back, and I saw the back of this guy's head, and I was like, oh my god, that's Mike. Like you. So now this is twice. This is twice." That you're getting recognized, Mike, from hey. just your head. This is interesting. Restaurants and coffee shops. That's where you'll find me. Yes. I love uh, this little rest, this little coffee shop called Bean to Cup in Naples. It's run by a little local couple, very young couple. They lost everything during the hurricane. And I mean, they lost their entire home. They lost when I say everything, they lost everything. They got children, small children. We were trying to, many people were trying to help. There were people uh, putting them up. A friend of ours has a home in our community. We were able to let them live there for a while and put them up there for a while. I remember asking them, what is something like you really need immediately? And you know what they said? Uh, a stroller. Or, or like blankets, I'm like oh my god, a stroller! It's like it's so hard walking around with the kids. So whatever we got, I don't, I don't want to tout this on, but being the cup. If you ever in Naples, Florida, they built that whole coffee shop back by themselves. The husband did Scott while he was trying to build his home. Uh, so I love that coffee shop. If you ever in Naples, go to Bean to Cup, and uh, it's my favorite acai bowl too. And that's where Mike was recognized by the back of his head. I, I'm gonna. This is a trigger warning. This is a trigger warning. I have a great guest today. He's a friend of mine, a friend. He's helped me tremendously through many parts of my life. And that's the thing we're missing in life is, you know, you want to label yourself as political, whatever, which to me is just nonsense. It's such a waste of your time and energy. Just be whatever it is. You feel this way, you feel that way. You feel that way, you feel this way. Um, but this guy, I'm telling you right now, is people that we need. And he leads by example. He's an incredible human being, and he don't back down to anyone. And I and we're gonna get into this conversation. And there's gonna be some of you going, "I like you, Jim Brewer, until you had he the fact that the, he promotes that." So there's there's definitely possibly a trigger warning here. And for those that will be triggered, 
there'll be 10 times more the amount that is really going to respect the following conversation. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, please welcome uh, a good friend, Mr. Tony Roman. Tony! My man, Jim, I feel like I'm back in Jersey. Oh, yeah, you're in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. You, Florida is very – we were talking about even your um, – your place and expand. I'm like, come to, come to, come to Naples, come to Naples. Naples is all about everything that you stood up for. Before we even get into all that, I wanted, I want to let everyone know about, here we go. Presents oh, no. another Goodfellas night. You want to explain yep. this, Tony? Yeah. So, you know, first, because of all this, uh, um, you know, woke worshiping that's going on, uh, you know, uh, the feminization of men, um, you know, men need a place where they can bond, you know, masculine bonding. Right. So a real I man, decided, man bonding, man bonding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have so we shut the restaurant down a couple times a year. We always do it on Columbus Day because of all the tach, all, all the statues that were torn down. This is our way of raising our own statue. Right. And saying F you. So we have a night where we salute Christopher Columbus. We celebrate his birthday, um, uh, the arrival United States, 1492. Um, and we also, uh, it's a night of, of men coming together. Everyone's dressed in suits, pasta, vino, cocktails. We have Italian live music. We have speakers. It's just such a great night. We fill the place up. It's invite only. I invited you, of course. I know you, you can't make it. You're, you're yeah. uh, a very busy man, but but it's it's such a great event that immediately when it's over, people are already asking again. You know, the guys that are there are saying, when is it happening again? This time, uh, one of our guests of honor is going to be a Medal of Honor recipient. He's yep. going to speak. Um, yep. And at the end of the night, we also do a, um, a celebration of the Second Amendment. Imagine it's sort of like a Tupperware party for men, but the Tupperware has triggers. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine a beautiful wood bar with white tablecloths all over it, and then guns everywhere, guns everywhere. So, so it's pretty cool. Um, it's uh, you know we have an official gun dealer of Basilico's. He comes in. He show he he shows off the latest hardware, um, and it's just a great night, man. Tony, you it's just scared amazing. so yeah. many people just now. Which is why I really, it really blows my mind though, how if you just say the word gun, how many people freak out? Like how many people are like, Ugh. and I try to explain to people that I, I used to be petrified of guns. I used to be petrified. I didn't grow up with guns. You know, I had brothers that were cops and when they would, we'd be at restaurants, right? And someone would walk in and my brother would always do something like this. Like he'd have this crazy look and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just assessing. Like, dude, relax. We're, it's okay. And I, and I never understood, but when I really understood the second amendment was we had a, we had a, um, a hurricane in New Jersey that wiped, we had no electricity for, for over two weeks. We had no gas, couldn't get gas. People forget this, but I, the conspiracy part of me thinks it was a test we we couldn't get gas and people were were on we had to drive 
into Pennsylvania and stay in line for a mile long and sleep overnight, hoping the gas stations would have enough gas for us. So with that, it also caused, with no electricity and all that, people started coming into certain neighborhoods and breaking in, tying up families, doing horrendous things. And that's the first time in my life where I went, you know, I got a wife and three little girls. And it's get when when they knock on the door and they're like, "Hey, I heard you got some gas and women inside." Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as people go, "Oh, that would never happen," a lot of things we say would never happen have not only happened, but they're going to happen again. And that's the first time I realized the power of defending yourself. And I'd much rather defend myself going down than to be helpless and watch it go down. So. I praise yeah, you for being that honorable and and bold about putting it out there. And I know people have issues with it, but you know, Tony, it's almost like I tell them this: you could be pro-gun or anti-gun. The raw fact is, when everything went down, there are a million people like me that ran out and got guns. And your question shouldn't be, should we have guns or should we not? It should be, why did millions of us go run to gun stores? begging for guns. I'll tell you why we lost trust in our government and our uh, uh, our ability to defend ourselves by a complete tyranny. And that's the fact. Mike, show the picture, if you got it, of, um, of the, the, the customer with the mask. But it was, yeah, okay. Reader, no, writes, do not. Now, this is during... The madness. Do not come here. They absolutely hate anyone who comes in wearing masks. They will laugh at you, make fun of you, harass you, and kick you out of the restaurant. They are absolutely awful and vile to their customers, which really is incredible coming from a person like Peter Nash, who did the same exact to innocent human beings that were able to think for themselves. They sneered. They, they, they um, pushed us in a corner. They try to humiliate us. They try to dehumanize us, dehumanize us. They try to cast us as evil. They try to cast us as careless. And you, they had no clue. We were the ones on the front line protecting their asses from something they had no clue what was going on and probably still continue that have no clue that was going on. But the unfortunate thing about people like Purdy is they do have good hearts. They've just, in my opinion, have been infiltrated and are a casualty of war. It's really that well, simple. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what that guy, what those people don't understand is I'm fighting for their freedom to be stupid. So, you know, that's part of it. I never, I never made my stand. It was very, very, very pure. It wasn't anti-vax. It wasn't no. anti-mask. Was it? No. it was about F you. We're free, and I will dictate how I live as a free right. American man in this country. And, um, you know, so so for us on day one, when I had heard a lockdown was coming, I thought to myself, I looked up to the, to the heavens, and I said, thank you, God, to give me this opportunity, put me on the front lines to fight these people. I've been waiting for an opportunity my whole life, right, to go to war with them. So for us, we took a very, very aggressive stand. I mean, the, the first thing I did was put a flag out 
a don't tread on me flag. Uh, I remember that. And that was our symbol to the community. We were going to fight. And I told the guys that worked there, the good fellows, who I call them, the Silicos, the young, they're all young men. I told them, look, you know, they thought I was crazy. I said, look, man, I said, we're going to establish, we're going to pledge this business as a constitutional battleground on day one in honor of our founding fathers who risked and sacrificed everything for us. And we're going to do it in the style of John Hancock, who, who knew that the King of England had bad eyesight. So he, he signed his name so big as a big F you, right? Like F you, here I am, come and get me. And we're going to do it in that style. And we're going to honor the men who have fought and died for this country, given the freedoms that, that, that we have. I thought, and I still think every day of, the men that stormed Normandy beach. I think of them all the time. And I meet these guys. I meet, I meet these men that come in that, that fought in Viet. I have one guy comes in, he fought in Vietnam, uh, Korea, El Salvador, Panama. I mean, you should see this guy. He's broken down. You know, his name is Rudy. He's amazing. And, um, and I, you know, I, when I look at these men and I think about the people that disrespect them and dishonor them, mm-hmm. it brings a tear to my, eye. I get, I, I, I have controlled rage inside of me, you know? So, so for us, it was a no holds bar, all or nothing fight. And we, and, and we said, look, if we have to risk everything, that's what we're doing. And I didn't care if the business, if it was a business or not, if it was just, if it was just a room with a door on it, we were going to defend it the same way. And now, you know, we faced off with the city, the county, the state, the feds, Hollywood, you know, because we did the thing with leave the mask, take the cannoli. We did the billboard in L.A., sticking it to them, invading enemy territory every chance that we had. You know, they came, um, uh, Paramount came after us. We, you know, we gave them the middle. Paramount. Of yeah, Paramount Pictures, because they they control the rights of the Godfather, to the Godfather. So we had that big, giant billboard in L.A. that said, leave the mask, take the cannoli. And I remember that. One. And then we did the one in Venice Beach because because there's so much of the left over there that we put a uh, we put a mural. Uh, so so the billboard is about 48 foot foot uh, billboard. And then the building in Venice Beach. It was about 28-foot mural that said, leave the vax, take the cannoli. And the guy that owned the building there said, I'm a Navy vet. I'll do it. I'll let you paint on the side, side of the building. He got a little bit of heat. After 12 days in the middle of the night, he painted it black. He painted over it. And oh. this, is why, this, is why, this is why we're losing the country. That's right. Because people are not willing to lay it all on the line. And that's why I'm on with you. And that's why I respect you. You're what I call, you know, being an Italian, you're a made man of liberty. Okay. There's, there's made men of liberty and there's very few because a lot of people talk. There's a lot of stolen valor everywhere. I did this. I didn't do crap. Right. So it's all or nothing. You, you let, you laid your career on the line and your reputation, everything. And you've taken the heat from everybody. And that's what it takes. If everybody would have stood with us in the beginning, when we took our stand, they wouldn't have tried anything with the vax. None of this would be happening. None. No. The, the, the mask was the first weapon that they fired at us. And people just strapped it on. And your oh, comedy I'm... about it, your comedy, man, makes me just roll over in laughter, man. <laughs> Thank you. The best. Six foot safe. Five foot danger. It, it really, I, there is going to come a time when we look back and, and go, oh, my God. How ridiculous! What? How did you? You're in a you're, you're in a grocery store, and they're telling that they're st- here's the line you got to go down, and here's where you stand. It was 
in my opinion, one of the most pathetic times in human history. Um, but Especially American history. Yeah. American history, if not the world history, but definitely ours. You think? Well, the rest think- of the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, the rest of the world was looking at us to lead in this 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 fight, right? And uh, uh, in defense of liberty versus tyranny and evil, they were waiting for us to fight. Watched us, and we just not us, but the country failed miserably. Lots yeah, really did. But you know, I want to say something before I forget. Yeah. Speaking of fighters, speaking of fighters, right now there's no greater fighter than your wife, D. Man, you know, oh. no one, no one she's been through. Her fight makes ours look so meaningless, right? You're right. It makes it look ridiculous. Yeah. So, so she's a hero for sure, man. What she's going through and what she's gone through and and what she's overcome and and uh, yeah. So God bless her, man. Well, thank you. And and uh, yeah, and she's doing incredible. I mean, I told you that you know seven and a half years ago, basically, where they went. There's nothing we could do unless you're willing to look at a trial. And she went for the trial, and here we are seven and a half years later, and she's off the trial um, for the time being. For the t- I don't, I, neither one of us get hopped up. We live for the day. Uh, sure. She's got a strong belief. She's all about her faith and the balance of life. So, yeah, she's been a rock with me for over 30 years now. And, you know, it's not always easy, but she and, and, and not only that, Tony, but she's also what she's dealt with, not only just staring at death in the face, but hearing from everyone else what she should do and how she should live and blah, blah, blah. Oh. You guys, but I, I remember at one point they're like, you got to be careful with Jim and, you know, he travels and you can get sick and da da da. And it was, and you know what? We stood our ground and, and that's, it all comes down to fear. Fear controls the human emotion like none of motivator. Yep. That's a great motivator for, for sure. And, and, and I want people to know about you, what a good man you, you are. When I was going through my own problems with my mother and her, uh, mother, you checked in with me all the time, man. And I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, and I and I know you still you still got a big gaping hole there. That's I know I know as tough as you are, as oh. a badass as you are, once in a while when no one's looking, you look like this, Tony. You're all by yourself like this somewhere with your mouth wide open, going, Ooh. "Oh, worse, oh, <laughs> it's hey, mama, it's yeah, brutal, man." And what people don't understand is I built the restaurant for, you know, I wasn't in the restaurant business. As you know, I, you know. Yes, I, that's I, just uh, an incredible story. Yes. I, I built it for her as a gift, a tribute to her. Because when she got sick, her, her 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 other place that she had for 18 years, it was small. And I thought she needed to change. Built this restaurant for her as a gift. I really thought when I put systems and management in place, I would just walk away and say, here, here you go, mom, enjoy it. But it becomes part of, part of your life because you fall in love with the community, with your staff, with your team. Mm-hmm customers but um she got to enjoy it for five six years on sundays we do our you know our mother and son italian dinner on sundays and and she got to enjoy it she was proud and she she was always you know uh, somebody asked her once during the lockdowns and everything else what keeps you going and she said i want to see what tony's gonna do do next and i think i think she enjoyed it you know but uh yeah losing her yeah life isn't the same it's not no but you know you know it's kind of cool is when you do heal from it. Yeah. And when, when, when I say that it's, uh, you know, w- with my dad, I remember. Yeah. That was, that was a tough one. When I finally 
like let him go. It took a long time when I finally, I, I literally had one of those moments. I'm like, dad, I'm sorry. I've been holding on to you for so long. God, please take him wherever he's got to go. I'm not going to cry anymore. I'm not going to, I can honestly say from that moment. And I think I told you this, like you're my father is more part of my life and my mother too every day more than when they were here and i know i know that's really hard for a lot of people to comprehend yeah no 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 explain that i want to i want to understand that explain that to me so here i'll explain it like this you ever watch star wars when i was a kid yeah okay do you remember when Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's fighting, uh, he's teaching Luke Skywalker how to how to become a Jedi, how to be yeah. empowered, okay? Yeah. From a force, a force being a faith, another, another dimension we do not understand and that we're not yeah. taught here. Yeah. The spirit of your mother, the spirit of our lives. Um, he sees that Luke is staring at him and he knew... He sacrificed himself. He looked at Luke. He made a decision. He took his he took his weapon, and he allowed Darth Vader to take him out. And Luke went no. However, on the other side, Obi Wan couldn't be messed with. He couldn't be attacked. He couldn't be uh, questioned. He became more of Luke's life and guidance and part of him than he could ever imagine, which he eventually went and he conquered the dark side. So what I mean by that is since my, my parents are gone or anyone that I'm gone, I feel that like, I talk to my dad all the time. I'll talk and I'll, I'll say, what, you know, what would you do here? And I think of how he would have done that. And yes, I think of God and like, what would Jesus do? But I, I feel him so much more a part of me now than in a deeper level than I did when he was here. And it's, it's so, it's so empowering and beautiful at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. And I kind of can't, I can't wait till you feel that. I get that now. You know, I think, I think I'm starting to feel that I I didn't, I wasn't able to identify it, you know, the way you're doing. So I'm glad that you did that for me. Um, but yeah, it makes yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So thank you for that. I had I had a moment too where like my mom was a big Frank Sinatra fan, which by the way, tomorrow night, God, I was with you. We're going to see we're in Naples and we're going to some jazz club where a Sinatra guy is there. And and I can't wait. When I let my mom go, she was very animated and and where my dad was World War II, he was just a little he was funny, but dark, and he'd shoot darts and be like, oh, my God, what you just say? Where my mom, I had such a breakdown about a year ago. Well, um, yeah, a little over a year ago where I sobbed like a baby. But what it was is I was I was listening to um, New York, New York. And mm-hmm. I remembered the way my mom would have a couple cocktails. And she'd be like, mm-hmm. ah, she started doing the kick line and i saw her beauty i felt her spirit 
And it was one of the most beautiful things in the world. And I had a tough time, tougher time. My mom had more issues there. Um, and that, those are beautiful. You're sobbing, but loving it at the same time. And um, she now has become a great part of, of it all. So well, it's a good taste of music. Oh my God. She had the best. She had the oh, best. Yeah. And to this day on Sundays, I do, uh, I try to do Sunday sauce day. I'm not even Italian, but right. you know, I'll, we play Dean Martin and Sinatra, oh, Jerry Brown, and, and wow. I maybe a little no. bit of wine. I get cheese and I, and I go yeah. get sausage and make oh, meatballs yeah. and all that jazz. So yeah. I'm super oh, stoked to come out your way. Um, Basilicos yeah. is the name of the place, and the event is uh, – is there other events you got coming up besides this one? I don't know if it's sold out. Is this one sold out? Uh, well, you know, it's invitation only. It's, it's, it's invitation really, only. Sorry. They invite people that I really know I'm close with that I know stand, yeah. stand with us and gotcha. would be willing to go into battle with me if I needed to, you know. So gotcha. um, that's why I invited you, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do, you know, people have tried, you know, have, have, have wanted to do events there. We, you know, we have a really nice, uh, uh, deck in front and then the parking lot is huge. So, um, you know, you know, you could speak to a crowd if you like, you and I can do that. Um, you can do your show outside. I mean, cause there's a, there's a big standing area and we've done it, be, you know, we've done it before we where people just show up, you know? So, uh, it's a place where it's become sort of like a, like a beehive of Patriots. I mean, people that come in there, we've had, you know, we've had nights where people have stood up out of the blue and just started singing the, the national anthem and God oh. bless America. It's, it's, it's I'm, magic. Picking the, I'm picking the day right now and we're going to do this it's and everyone's going to stick me to it. Hold on. This, this is what we're going to do. Hold on. It's crazy. It was November, I think where I'm, yes, I'm in golden state, California, which is North San Louis, San Louis Obispo. Place. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And December, everyone's worried about this one. Bakersfield. I think I'll sell well. So I think we do um, November. Maybe we come out on the 27th or the 28th. I say the 28th. How far away is Monterey from you? Oh, Monterey is Northern California. That's like five, six hours, seven hours? Like seven, six, seven hours, yeah. But so that would drive. be a flight. So I'm going to, are Mondays, are you open Mondays? Is Basilico's yep. open? Okay. Yep, and even if we're closed, man, we'd open for you, buddy. Okay, so for now, let's think about the 27th of November. We come out, we do the podcast, and we eat like, I like, I would oh. tell our other buddy, Joe, we're going to eat like gentlemen. We're gonna eat like gentlemen tonight, and absolutely, yeah. Yes, and, you and bartender. Oh my god! I want a martini. The classic, hey, the classic cocktails, man. The old fashions. We have we have a couple of our own signature drinks. One one called uh, the Irishman, which is you know for the movie Scorsese's movie, The Irishman. It's like yes, you know, it's like our little nod to him. It's the only one we I haven't have. seen. I haven't seen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we have we have one called the Brando. We have one called the Colombo. You know, Love it. and, uh, you know, we used we use like Italian premium, ultra premium vodka, Italian gin, Italian awesome. everything. man. you will love it. Italian wines only uh, Italian and California wines only some great beer, uh, Peroni, Moretti. But, you know, when you tell me when it is uh, that you're coming out, I'll have my guys post it on our on our Instagram. And 
And our Instagram is uh, Basilico's HB. And you, you could see, you could pretty much see the documentation of our fight going all the way back. Yeah, please uh, do. People, you got to go to the, you, you go on the Instagram page and you yeah. look at all of Tony's posts. They're, they're undeniable. They're really just undeniable and explains everything. I'm putting it people in, need, bro. People need to understand, you know, that, that this is a war. And these tyrants, just like tyrants in the past, some of the most evil, evil tyrants in history, they're now taking political prisoners, as you know. I think I yes. told you. About, uh, you told me you're one guy, buddy. A brave man, brave young man named John Strand. He's in Florida. He's in a prison in Florida right now. He's a Florida resident. And this man... This man is such a good-hearted, God-loving, America-loving, freedom-loving man. And he he upheld the standard that I talk about all the time, where he did not take a bended knee. Even when they offered him a deal where he would have done maybe a month or two, he yeah. said, basically, F you. I did nothing wrong. And they gave him almost three years. And he reported, he came to our place a couple nights before he had to report to prison. And the feeling, the sick feeling that I had, that I couldn't do anything to stop him from going. Like I was thinking to myself, imagine if 5,000 Americans stood in front of the restaurant and said, you're not taking them. Like let the battle, let the battle start then. Let, let the battle of wills. This is all a battle of wills, right? Let the battle of wills start. Nobody, nobody's willing to test, test these tyrants. And because, you know, like the great saying, uh, I, I think an NFL coach said it once, or I forget who it was, but, Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Of us, of us all. Everybody talks a big game until they get punched in the face, or uh, or they hold a hammer over their head and threaten them with something. Then it's like, okay, game over, right? So you right. need to wake up every day, man, fearing, feeling uh, um, uh, uh, spiritually filled, filled up, and you need to have you you need to have mind, body, spirit, everything in top shape and wake up every day excited to face the enemy because like we called our place a constitutional battleground um you can make the the, the ground under your feet each day when you face off with the enemy and make it your own constitutional battleground meaning these are mini battles every day that you fight when they face you up and try to uh try to uh push you back right yeah. you need to then defy 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 you may not win them all but if you leave them feeling bloody, battered, and bruised through your defiance, you are softening them up for the next wave of, of, of patriots who will show up. And the next one, and that, to the point where they say, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You know, And we will then steam steamroll them. So this guy, John Strand, yeah, what his, his, website, his, his website is johnstrand.com. They sent him to prison. And, well, for what? Um, who, who, for what? For being inside the Capitol, he was bodyguarding a speaker who was permitted to speak, a woman named Simone Gold. I don't know if you heard of her. Uh, so she she spoke. He, he, was, he was a complete gentleman, did nothing wrong, but they're making an example of him because he would not take the, take the deal. So a couple weeks ago, he goes on, does an interview with Grant Stinchfield. I don't know if you know who that is. He was on Newsmax for a long time. Okay. Got a big show. Uh, he goes on the show with him, does an interview from prison. And you can hear the recording come, come come on at times saying, this call is being made from a federal prison. It was amazing. And he gives the interview. All he does is talk about his love for God, country, family, talks about freedom. And soon after the interview, they threw him in solitary, right? They put him in there. They wouldn't let him speak to, any, to anybody. Now, this, this is 
this is a regular guy. He's not he's not a veteran. He's just a regular nice guy, like a, a complete gentleman, educated man, a wonderful person. I mean, I love him. He he he. Then he then I I I heard was lit out for a couple of days, and when somebody finally had a chance to speak with him on the phone, mm. they said he sounded like they had a gun to his head, almost mm. like in the movie uh, Rambo, yeah. I think it was, where he's sitting at the desk and they're kind yeah. of you know threatening yeah. him. He's got the microphone in front of him, you know, and 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 he sounded different, and you know, telling this person that oh they're treating me really well and everything else, but. He kind of leaked a little bit of information, and sure enough, they threw him back in again. So they are torturing patriots in prison, and they're doing it to break the will of all of us who want to fight. They don't. They want to scare us, so we think to ourselves, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. I'm I don't want to be like that guy. Instead, but this guy needs to be. This guy should be an inspiration to everybody. Well, I need to know. We we should learn more about him, and this yes. is what I don't understand. The word federal means it's ours. We elect and we, at the end of the day, the White House, the government buildings, I don't understand. Is that not ours? So this whole, or is it foreign? Because that's another thing. It's foreign land. This whole thing with Disney now where... Uh, supposedly DeSantis said, you, you got to pay your taxes. And they turned around and said, no, we, the king and the queen is who we turn to. And this is very alarming to all America. D.C., you know, they can cry January 6th all they want. All they want. But at the end of the day, is that not the people? That's, I, that's ours. And if we yep. don't like what we saw we have the right to take out anyone in there. It's period. Our, yeah. So if, if, if government runs afoul, we have the right to abolish it. Correct. Yeah, and I think, think uh-oh, they're coming after us. And are I think we're at the point where, yeah, are you? I can see yeah, you. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're at the point where People are starting to understand how how long we've been tricked, how long we've been enslaved, how much money we have paid, how much money they have taken from us, how much money they just take without asking and give it to where it was. If you took a tenth of what supposedly goes to Ukraine and you helped Maui, you took... 5% and you helped Ohio, you took 2% and you helped small communities. If you took 1% and you helped homeless, I think you all will start to understand the so-called White House or government is really not here to look after you. They're here to rob you. They're here to um, make you fear them. And they're out to make examples, and we have to find out. Even though they talk American, they talk English, they dress like they're American, they say they're American. Are they? Are they? No, that is, that is that's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm at right now. It's like when they're they say January sixth, I, I go, so what? If this yeah. was if this was any other country, we would have dragged everyone out. And you know, oh yeah, you know, how dare yeah. you, know, Trump, Trump. Yeah. 
the, yeah. you're trying to insult the intelligence of everyone. I, I can care less if Trump won or whoever won. But what I can care less about is I watched someone perform 20, 30, 40,000 people a day. And I watched someone else who's incoherent perform in front of 8, 12, 15. And you're telling me the 8, 12, 15 got more votes than the other person you're someone's blatantly lying or hiding something so the fact that people try this whole nonsense of how dare you question how dare you not you're the fool for not questioning yeah, well, like, but like you said you know insulting intelligence of americans unfortunately the masses aren't that intelligence you know um, they're not intelligent. they don't have the recognizing that they don't they don't have the intelligence that is needed to identify what's going on. Um, and they, you know, look, it was a three percent. Right. That fought the revolution. And when you when you think about that, think about who they stood up to. They stood up to the greatest empire at that time in the world, the, in big, the biggest world. army in the world. world. These men, these men, these unreal men, heroes, OK, pledged everything they these guys had. These guys had a, had lives of privilege, right? They had money, they had power, they had influence, they had cushy lives, and they signed their own death warrants when they signed the dec Declaration of Independence. And that's why I refer back again to John Hancock. This man had more money than, than, than anybody. And he basically said, F you, come and find me. And they were looking for him first. They had a hit out, out on him. They had a bounty on him, and he didn't care. And these men, these men pledged everything. And you're telling me somebody is afraid to what? Pledge their business license? Oh, my goodness. They might get arrested and held for a couple of days. Uh, 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 they might get a fine. Uh, uh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So so when we, you know, when when we took our stand against the lockdowns, when the enemy would come, like the ABC, the alcohol board, right? When they came, they threatened arrest. They, they filed uh, criminal cases against us. When they did that and they had court dates, I didn't even go. I didn't show up because I would not recognize the authority, them as an authority over me. I will not go to them like they're my overlord, right? And when I see these people go before these school boards and these board of supervisors and they go on, it's like they're going on bended knee. Okay, you have two minutes to speak to us and speak your, your, your mind in protest. And they're sitting on this elevated stage. During the lockdowns, they had glass. It's like, who the F are you? No, you don't just no, no, you don't show up there, you don't show up there and beg them to give you mercy. What you do is you go to the school and you you, you storm the school and you say, I'm sitting right next to my kid. Do That's something right. about it. That's it's right. It's a battle of wills, right? And, right? and and we decide, we decide, we dictate how we live our lives, American men and women. Not not them. So so you know, you call me about the OSHA thing, you know, Cal OSHA, yep. which is a federal, you know, they're federally tied uh, 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 to Fed OSHA. And these orders come all the way from Biden down to Newsom, down to everybody else, you know. So these guys came and tried to get in, you know, to our restaurant to inspect over over uh, uh, violations that, that they called COVID violations. They were we trying everything with you. Everything. Yeah we, yeah, we didn't recognize any of that. So I said to them, you're not getting in. You're not getting in over and over again. You're not getting in. You're not getting in over this matter. If it's a routine inspection about, you know, cleanliness or whatever, that's, you know, that's fine. But it wasn't. It was about co. I said, no, I don't recognize you as authority uh, uh, over us in this matter. So they kept trying to come. So they eventually threatened 
to come with a warrant, a, ser- a search warrant in the cops. I was like, you know what? Go ahead. Sure enough, in January 2021, they, they had been hitting us up all through 2020. January 2021, they show up with a warrant and the police. We still stonewalled them and said, you're not getting in. You're not getting in. You're, you're not getting in. What I did first, I got a call that they were there. Uh, uh, I was at home. It was in the morning. And I said, you know what? I'll be there an hour. Make them wait outside like good little bitches, you know. So I showed up about an hour later. The guys, you know, they're sitting outside on a table. I went inside. I had lunch, you know, relaxed. You know, I let them wait. You know, I wanted to punish them a little bit. <laughs> That you know, you know, like good little boys, you know, they waited outside. Then I went outside, I spoke to them, and I just basically schooled them for 20 minutes. So you're not getting in. It got to the point where we reduced him to the point where he just said, How about if I just hand you a bag of masks? Would you take those? I said, They're gonna go in the trash, you know. Anyway, so he left, the police left, everyone left. Um, and then almost three years later, a couple weeks ago, yeah, uh, I get a I you know, I get a message from the bank and our op as you know. As you probably know, restaurants operating on, they operate on razor thin margins. I mean, you're lucky if you break even, you know, you lose money mo- most of the time. Costs out here are, are ridiculous, especially. I don't know how you do it in California. Yeah, the wages, it's insane. So um, anyway, so uh, I, um, you know, I get a message from, uh, from, from the bank. They say you have a zero balance. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So they went in and levied bank accounts almost three years later. They levied our bank accounts and cleaned them out. And they're trying to take uh, up to 185000 from us to penalize us for what we did during the lockdowns. Now, for me, you know, I could have easily because because they begged me to come and, 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 and negotiate with them and sit down with them and reach an offer and a compromise and do it. But what they didn't understand was I don't negotiate with traitors, with tyrants. I don't. They're terrorists. They're terrorists. They're not terrorists, tyrants, and they're an any enemy of humanity and this country. Go ahead. Exactly. So I didn't care if it was $10 million. I'm not going to do it. Even when they now even try calling us, say, no, we can do a hardship. No, F you. No, no, no. Let the new battle start. And we'll do this battle too. It's another battle. It's another war that we'll wage. Uh, We have our landlord too. I think I told told you about about this guy. Another country. This guy's been trying to throw me out for three years. Doesn't like what we stand for. He didn't like the flag. He didn't like the American flag. We got the city involved, so I hung a huge flag in front of the in front of the business a couple years ago to really stick it to him. And he went nuts. It's never him. He sends his attorneys. He hides. He's a coward. Sends his attorneys. His property manager. You know, they 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 show up and they harass us and threaten to throw us out. File against us. So finally, you know, we you know we've been beating him up a little bit. You know, I don't know why why he would pick a battle with us. We've been beating him down a little bit or a lot to the point where they're finally asking to surrender and they wanted terms. And I said, well, the terms are going to be now that since you insulted the American flag and all it represents now, the term is I, I will let you off the, off the hook. If you now put a 40 foot flagpole in your property, you know, basically planting the flag of victory, biggest insult to him, right? In the ground of the property that he knows so we can now take the flag off the building and fly it properly on a pole. So that's where we're at now. If that happens, that's going to be huge. I got to introduce you to, we'll, we'll talk off the air, but I want to introduce you to um, some people. And I think you should speak at certain events if you're ever up for it. I think. Yeah, where? Huh? Where? where are you, uh, where are you? It's, 
it's done all around the country. Um, yeah. and you know, some of it's called the reawaken American tour. Some of it's, um, you know, I'm doing a, I did a benefit with uh, general Flynn and people have their opinion about that or whatever, but it's a lot of, um, and say, tell me what you think, if you think, but a, a lot of it is getting people to understand all of this and what you, what the battle is. And this is real. You can sit on your couch and pretend it ain't real all you want. We're yeah. in it. We're in it hard. Yeah. We're in it hard. Yeah. Um, but I think, well, I you think might, you'd be huge at some of these places. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I've, I've spoken at a lot of events and I got for a while. It was, you know, I mean, for one, it was it was surreal for, for me. I lived a very, very private life. I've always had the opinions. that I know that, that's what blew me away. Yeah, I, I, I always have the opinions. Uh, I've always had the opinions that people are, are hearing now. I'm the same exact person I am talking to you as I'm every day. I wake up pissed off i think and angry most of the time i don't know if the clients <laughs> yeah we're gonna, all, yeah i'm gonna have to start i'm gonna have to start getting more into your wine yeah yeah, yeah. we get more wine i'm gonna get out there we're you gonna just make me laugh once a day man call me once a day just make me laugh That's we're gonna I mean. okay and we're gonna we're gonna start we'll, we'll start an agenda here on this podcast yeah. like hey yeah, i yeah. want everyone to send in little things out of lighten lightened uh tony rowan's heart a little bit yeah. a little bit each day you did your that yeah, no, you do, you do. I don't but, want you. But, I don't but, want you to be like ten years from no, now. You're like, ah, no, right. it's okay. no, 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 no. We'll we'll do it. But speaking, you know, I spoke at a lot of events, and it was surreal to me thinking, who the hell am I? But I'm speaking, right? Oh at, no, at, at big events, and um, I just got, I just got fed up because people would be there rallying and getting excited, I know. Up and down, and they do nothing. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm sick of this. And people would come. To our restaurant, there'd be a rally somewhere in LA or Orange County. They'd come, they'd stop by the re restaurant, they'd grab a beer, and they'd say, Hey, hey, Tony, we're on our way to a uh, to a rally. You know, are you coming? I'd be like, What the hell are you talking about? The rally is right here. We're doing shit. Exactly. You know, what are you doing? You, you need to be here, not not there. You walk you know? the walk. Well, I mean, you that's what everybody needs to do. Walk the walk. There's walking the walk and talking the talk. And, th and that's the thing, too, about rallies. You can do all the rallies and marches you want. Do something. Th have a result. It, it's, it, to me, it's, it's like yelling at a tree. Hey, you know what? I can't. It's unbelievable. It's very... All right, well, what happens now? The tree's still there, and we still feel the way we feel. Things have to move. And I just, I just honor, I honor who you are and, and the example you make. And I'm telling you, I can't wait. We got the date now. I got you. Everyone's got to hold me to it right here. November 27th, Monday. Basilicos. Me. Pasta Vino. Basilicos Bas Pasta Vino. Yeah, Pasta Vino. And they can see on our Instagram page, Basilicos HB. I'll have the guys post, post the date. And I just want to say to people listening, man, to leave them with this, uh, if we're winding down, is, is, you're Americans act like it. It's simple. Just act like just, you know, no more talking. You know, you're, you're three years too late. Get in the fight. Get in the fight. Lay something at risk. Lay it on the line. You there was a man that came in once with his wife yeah. and she was sitting next to him and he was with his kid. And he was talking about how he 
he's like, Tony, I've been listening to you. And I, we had a business and, and a construction and we gave up, you know, we, we, we wouldn't do business with people who wanted masks in their homes. And, and we gave up. So we've, 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 we've foregone so many, so many jobs that were worth tens of thousands of dollars, but we feel good about it. And he's telling the story about how he stood up and he's standing for something now and he's laying things, things on the line and putting things at risk. And I'm watching his wife look at him while he's talking to me. And I said, man, look at her. Look how she's looking at you right now with the love in her eyes. Like she, she's looking at you like a man, right? She loves her man. And that's what it's about. Be a man, man up. You're American. Act like it. Be a man. You're born that way for a reason. The creator made you that way for a reason. Amen, Tony. Brother. Thanks. Buddy. What, a, what an honor. Thanks for coming on, man. I love you, brother. I love you too, man. I had a great time. Be safe. I'll talk so, to you soon. Keep up the good work. All right. You too, brother. Take care. You're a brother Tony. in arms, man. You're, you're, you're a brother in arms. You're one of the few. So are you. Tony Roman, everyone. Um, we're going to post everywhere. Uh, we're going to post when we're going. It's going to be me, Sib. We're going to bring Joe Sib's dad. We're going to have a meal. I'm going to bring some friends. Uh, we'll, we'll do the podcast from there at Basilico's out there where he's at. Um, and you know what? You can You can feel however you feel. But you need guys like Tony because that's, you, you know, sometimes we, no disrespect to any military or anything like that or, or people in high places. These are soldiers of humanity. And there's no other way to describe it. And you can, you can disagree all you want and, and think, oh, you know, you can say that all you want. But I'm glad to know a man like that, and I'm really honored that he came on today. There's all parts of all of us, and uh, I can't wait to go eat at his place. So I want to thank Tony for hanging out. Mikey, you have a good one. You too, man. Thank you. Stay out of trouble, and we'll see you next week on The Bruniverse. Stay out of trouble. Until then. Later, Gators. If you'd like to check out this episode, Uncut and Uncensored, Head on over to my Patreon page at jimbrewer.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and I have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there. Tell me how you want to be introed. I just Tony Roman. Tony Roma. Okay. Yeah. No, no, Roman, man. Come on. You know the last name. Roman. If you want to call me Roma, you can. But if you want to, you know, Romano? if you want to add it in, if you want to add it in, <laughs> Tony Roman. I know.